Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He served at the Pentagon as an Army JAG. He graduated from Notre Dame and has two law degrees from Boston University and Georgetown University. He's been practicing law for over 30 years. He's your family's personal attorney. It's time for the David Carrier Show. Hello and welcome to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. And now's the time to give us a call, 616 774 2424. That's 616-774-2424. We'll get your question, comment, or concern on the air, especially if it has to do with estate planning, elder law, real estate, or business law. How about that? Any of those things, or really any other legal question you may have. We'll uh, we'll do our best. I've only been at this now for what, uh, 42 years? Pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. A few more weeks, it'll be uh, 42 years. <laughs> And it's all free for you. Just give us a call, 616-774-2424. Let's see, what's what's happening these days? You know, the the estate planning, that's the wills, trusts, and probate, right? Elder law, that's how you hang on to your stuff while you're still around, while you're still with us. Just saw a new survey. Most people, not most people, but 40% of folks, at least in the United Kingdom, over in the UK, who have dementia don't think they do. As I said before, over here, you know, we've got, uh, you know, you, and you can see where this happens. I mean, there are, there are, believe it or not, believe it or not, there are some government officials who actually, uh, you know, would fall in that category. I don't know if, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how the queen was doing, but, uh, you know, our head of state seems to, uh, seems to, uh, you know, fit that. Uh, oh, I can't say that. No, so I won't. Anyway, uh, 616-774-24. 24. That's the uh, that's the number to call if you'd like to get your question, comment, or concern on the air. I, it just really um, some of uh, some of this week's um, utter nonsense. We've got the, uh, the the Internal Revenue Service right announced that they sent out twenty thousand twenty thousand letters uh, disallowing the uh, employee retention tax credit claims to businesses. Th- 20,000. That's a lot. Isn't 20,000 a lot? Don't believe the hype. Here's the thing. There's over a million of them that filed, right? I mean, it was 800 and some odd thousand a month ago. So I assume that it keeps going up. Uh, So that's my assumption. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But anyway, the point is that, well, they admit to 830, 840,000. So, you know, oh, 20,000, we got you now. We got you now. You know who they sent these to? Non-existent businesses. Businesses that did not exist, period, or had no employees. And the whole point to this thing was you had to be in business. You had to exist 
and right, you had to have employees. So if if now they're big, oh, you see, we're getting these bad guys. We're getting them. Uh, if they didn't exist, we're not going to send the money. If they didn't have any any employees, we're not going to send the money. Okay, well, what does that tell you about what's been going on for the last several years? Right? Think. Let, let's. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. If your big push is now you're not sending money to non-existent businesses, right? If your strong enforcement is you had no employees, so you're not entitled to a nickel, and now we're not going to send you anything. What the hell have they been doing for the last three years? What have they been doing? <laughs> it boggles the mind. Does it not boggle the mind? You know, and here's the here's the thing. And I don't I don't. So I'm speculating now because they announced um, this was last year or earlier this year. They announced that there was a special program for for refunds of more than I think it was two hundred fifty thousand or a million dollars or something like it was big refunds were the ones they were going to do an internal audit, an internal audit. You know what that means? That means they check to make sure whether or not your business existed. This is the consequence of them doing an internal. Think about this. Think about the way you do your taxes, the way you do your personal taxes, right? Oh, I better get a receipt from the church. Otherwise, I don't get my $300, you know, tax deduction, charitable tax deduction. Oh, I better have a receipt for this. I better have a receipt for that. That's what you're thinking, right? In the meantime, they're shoveling millions of dollars out the door to businesses that didn't exist because they didn't bother to check whether or not they existed. Don't you, wouldn't you think that the IRS would have a computer system that if you filed a tax return on a business that didn't exist and you asked for millions of dollars, there'd be something to go, uh, 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 hey, fellas, uh, hey, guys, um, hmm, maybe we'll want to send a check to these guys. You know, what the hell is it that's taking them? all this time to process these returns if they're not checking anything. I mean, maybe there's something going on over there. Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know. But the fact is they, big press release, oh, we got 20,000 of these tax cheats. Yeah, they are tax cheats. There's no question about it. But it's not like it was some sophisticated analysis where you figured, you know, you figured anything out. You're talking about 20,000 businesses that did not exist. I, I just, I'm sorry for, I've repeated this like, I don't know, probably a dozen times. It's awful. Boring radio, isn't it? Isn't it boring to hear me repeat the same thing over and over again? I'd be bored. But it, but it's just such a gobsmack, you know? <laughs> it's like, what? This is your big enforcement? We're not going to send money to people that don't exist anymore? Yeah, look at us. <laughs> we are badass. Right? <laughs> We're not going to send money to people who don't exist for employees that don't exist. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Now I can see you're cracking down now. Ooh. Elon Musk is shaking in his boots. My goodness. Just, and, and, and here's the, here's the thing that I think is really very bad about this because what it does, I think, I think it demonstrates just how, screwed up this this thing is because this this tax credit program right that they're all like oh you shouldn't apply who does it affect 
It's like it's like it's like any other law, right? They pass a gun law. No guns over here. Okay, so who has guns over there? If you can't have any guns in this place, who has the guns? Criminals. The bad guys. Pretty obviously, right? Isn't that true? Right? So if you if you like with this tax credit program which supports small business, it's a refund of uh, payroll and whatnot, right? Been a godsend for thousands of businesses that I personally have worked with in my in, through my organizations. Um, it's a big deal if you're a small business owner, big deal for the ones who got the money, right? But what they're saying is, oh, you know, it's all this terrible stuff. And so if you're a legitimate person, if you're a legitimate small business owner, right, and you see that, you're like, holy crap. 20,000, that could, that could be me. No, it couldn't possibly be you because you actually exist, right? But they're, but they're, ooh, scary. Who are they trying to scare? The bad guys? The bad guys know they don't exist. The bad guys knew they never qualified for a nickel of it. They were intentionally stealing, okay? So they say, oh, look at, we, we caught these guys, you know, who filed these, you know, just like you. It's like, no, they're not just like me because I wasn't stealing and these guys intended to steal like right from the get-go because they were filing phony tax returns. And the fact that there's 20,000 of them and until very recently, you weren't even checking. It's like, <laughs> think about that. Next time you look at you look at the withheld taxes and you think, what the hell are they doing with my money? Oh, I'm sure they're using it for good purposes. Oh, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're, you know, oh, they're really, uh, they're being responsible with it. They're being responsible with it. They're shoveling out the door to non-existent companies. You know, how many trillions of dollars during the COVID thing? How many trillions of dollars went overseas, you know, to, to phony baloney? People filing for unemployment. <laughs> Send the check over here, right? <laughs> Outside the borders, right? You know how many trillions? They don't know either. They don't know. I mean, it'd be one thing, you know, it'd be one thing if you got robbed and you knew how much they stole from you, right? The way the government works is they don't even know how much, they don't even know how much they lost through through really blatant, stupid stuff like this. So, so what it does though, is it discourages the people who are entitled to it. This is, this is, I've been saying this for a long time. You know, it's, it's one of the most pernicious things because you finally, small business finally gets, you know, a little something to help them out. And the first thing they do is they shut the door and they they act, they make you feel like a criminal for saying, hey, you know, does that benefit me? Uh, I'm not used to getting any benefits here. I'm used to paying. I'm not used to getting. Yeah, 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 yeah this is for you. And when you when you talk to a business owner about it, they're like, eh, I don't know. Oh, look at 20,000. Look at, they went after 20,000 people. 20,000 people didn't exist who they should have flushed out of the who should have never made it through the front door, right? They should have, don't you think? Don't you think? They should have checked to see, does you, you know, when you take a tax return in, maybe you should check to see, that's asking for money back. Maybe you should check and see if that person even exists. Maybe, I don't know, I'm just spitballing here. But that's, that's where we're at. And what a lot of these laws do is they discourage regular folks from exercising their rights you know, because you think, oh, I'm going to get tarred with that brush. I'm going to be viewed in the same light as those bad people. No, no, it doesn't work like that if you work it correctly. 
And that's what I'm here for, okay? <laughs> You've been listening to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney, keeping you on the straight and narrow. This hour of the David Carrier Show is pro bono, so call in now at 774-2424. This is the David Carrier Show. Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. Now is the time to give us a call, 616-774-2424. That's 616-774-2424. We'll get your question, comment, or concern on the air, especially if it has to do with estate planning elder law, real estate, or business law. You can always go to the website, davidcarrierlaw.com. And at the website, davidcarrierlaw.com, uh, there's all kinds of good stuff. Uh, you know, prior shows, yeah, I don't know if you think that's good stuff. I do. Uh, <laughs> all kinds of stuff on the website, including all our uh, all the workshops that we're doing. So it's not just, uh, it's not just here in uh, good old Grand Rapids. Obviously, we're down in Portage. Up in uh, up in Norton Shores, over in Holland, and now we're uh, you know we're conquering. Now that we've uh, now that we've really screwed things up here in West Michigan, we're gonna spread statewide like a like a nasty rash. Yeah, all over the state of Michigan, all over, all over the mitten. Before you know it, the entire mitten will be unraveled. Now, well, actually, we did start in uh, East Lansing, and you know I had a lot of uh, you know saw a lot of folks over there. It was it was a good time. And uh, next step uh, in January, we'll be uh, we'll be heading to uh, heading to Ann Arbor uh, as well. The uh, the the thing that makes this possible is that instead of sort of the the traditional and listen, I'm all for tradition. uh, And when it works, I, you know, I prefer it. Um, But what we found was it didn't work for everybody. Um, If you think about uh, well, think about it like this. When the uh, airlines first got started, right? Well, more like in the seventies, let's say. So in the seventies, you know, people got dressed in, in suits and tie, wore ties and stuff to to fly an airplane because flying an airplane, especially a big old jet airliner, that was that was really a thing. You know, that was like, woo, gonna be on an airplane. And uh, and nowadays, of course, it's more like uh, more akin to a bus. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to Florida? Sure. We're going to Florida. Yeah. Why not? You know, it's you go to one of those airlines. Yeah. They pack you in like cattle, but who cares? They have the same safety record as the big guys, as the name brand companies. Right. And uh, and you get there. And so whether it's uh, what is it? Southwest and JetBlue and Allegiant and Frontier. And I better remember them all or I'll get in trouble. Uh, versus the Delta United Americans of the of the of the world, right? It's a different experience, Delta versus Frontier. It is, right? But it's a much. But you still get to Florida, which is the point. And so what we thought was, well, what if we could do sort of a sort of a Frontier Airlines kind of thing? What if you got everything? All you wanted to do is get to Florida. You wanted to get there safely. Okay, fine. All you want to do is make sure that you don't go broke. While you're alive, all you want to do is make sure that your kids actually get your stuff. All you want to do is make sure that, you know, a life of savings and 
basically dedication doesn't get, you know, thrown out, baby out with the bathwater, right? I mean, that's what you want to do. That's what estate planning is about. Well, how can we get you there at less than half of the traditional way? That's what we're doing. And it seems to be pretty popular so far. I mean, a lot of folks, uh, most everybody who comes in is moving ahead with us. Uh, in Lansing, it was over 60% and 100% in the other workshop. So, you know, I, I think it's uh, uh, so far, you know, it's been almost a year now that we've been uh, almost a year that we've been doing it this way or offering this option, put it that way. Um, and it does seem to be uh, does seem to be working. So if you'd uh, really like to hang on to your stuff if and like to do it at a, um, yeah, there's a trade off. I'm not saying there's no trade off, but but actually. You know, the thing is when we still do the one-on-one -on -one where we need to, but everything else is done in a group setting. And and you think, well, uh, how does that work? And the answer is it works great because uh, what's happening is other folks will ask the question you won't ask. They think of things that you don't think of, and they ask the question you don't ask. And as a consequence, people are... are much more satisfied with what's going on it just it just seems to be working that way so i mean we were hoping it would and it does seem to be that does seem to be the case so sign up for one of our free life plan workshops they're easy to get to 616-774-2424 that's the number to call right now 616-774-2424 get you to the studio but if you go to davidcarrierlaw.com then you'll get on the uh uh, on the website, and there's all the dates for all the different workshops are are right there, along with a bunch of other stuff. If you're if you're interested, you know, cruise around the uh, cruise around the website for a little bit. You'll uh, it'll be hard to uh, hard to be avoid hard hard to avoid um, learning some stuff. You can give it a try, see what uh, see see how that works for you. Now, one of the things that uh, I was challenged on at a recent workshop yesterday was <laughs> day before was uh this whole idea of ira beneficiaries i am totally opposed to making natural people as a beneficiary of your ira even your spouse it's just not a good idea when you look at what's actually going on and let's just focus on the kids because um, most or natural beneficiaries natural people who are beneficiaries so i don't care if you're married or single you probably have someone uh, besides your spouse, either as a beneficiary or as contingent beneficiary. And it's a really bad idea uh, to do it that way because when the person gets your IRA, which you have, which you have socked all your money into, right? You, you've really, uh, you really focus on the IRA. You make sure that that's where your savings are. That's security for you. No question about it. Well, it's not security for your beneficiary. To them, it's a pinata. Let's break it open and have fun. Well, when they break it open and have fun, you know, 40% plus goes to, uh, because it's all received as a lump sum, typically it jacks the recipient into the highest tax bracket, which is right around 38%, plus 4% Michigan tax. Now you're at 42% income tax on that thing. And it is the unusual, it is the rare beneficiary who stretches it out, who, who does the tax planning to minimize the tax on that. You have to do that. If you don't do it, they're going to, like I say, they're going to crack it open. They're going to take it. And there goes 
in Michigan anyway. More, it's more in other states. Go to New York, go to California. It's over 50% between state and federal income tax on the IRA beneficiary because the IRA beneficiary knows nothing better than to cash it in. Yeah, send me a check, withhold the tax. What do I, see, this is the thing. For you, it's like the IRA is blood, sweat, and tears money, right? It's money that you save, save, save. Your beneficiaries are not going to look at it that way. It's just free money. It's a, it's a lottery ticket. And the fact that they get 40%, 40 plus percent less because of the way they took it, they don't care. Bird in the hand is worth two in the bushes, what they always say. Okay. So if you plan ahead for your IRA, then you can make sure that your beneficiaries get the full benefit of it. And this is just one more of those uh, things that the government does to you without saying what they're doing, but the effect, in effect, it's the middle-class death tax. If you have any questions about that, give us a call, 616-774-2424. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. David's got the how-to you're looking for. Just call 774-2424. This is the David Carrier Show. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. Now's the time to give us a call, 616 716- 774-2424. That's 616-774-2424. We've got Susie on the line. Hello, Susie. Welcome to the David Carrier Show. Hi. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed well, listening to your show. Um, well, thank I'm you. trying to find out how I can, if I can get a durable power of attorney um, without having to hire a lawyer. Um, I, I understand it's like $500. Yeah, probably. What do you What do you want it for? Why do you want a power of attorney? I because I have a um, uh, I have a, a, some money, and um, I I want to uh, put my daughter's name on it. So if I were to go mm-hmm. in the hospital and I would be incapacitated, mm-hmm. she would be able to get to that money, and. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever, if there were hospital care or you know, hospital charges and so on, she would be able to t- obtain them for that. Sure, and you you should probably also do at the same time you're doing the financial power of attorney. You probably also want to do a healthcare power of attorney because you want. I would guess that you'd also want your daughter to be able to talk to the doctors and look at your medical records and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, okay, no. well, I, I, I thought, I mean, her name is on my checking account, and um, mm-hmm. so I, I, I didn't I didn't know that I, I thought, and I don't have that much money on my checking account, ever, but I do have insurance, and mm-hmm. um, so, so anyway, it was my advisor, I have, I have money in, in a, an account, um, but it's not, you know, it's not, you know, quite a bit, but it's not, um, Oh, I'm not. I'm stumbling here for words, but anyway, 
Um, I didn't. I can't yeah, it's not mega millions, but it's but it's enough to it's enough to worry about, right? I mean, do you, yes. do you own a home or no? Are you renting? Uh, yeah. No, no, so, <clears throat> no. We live together. And um, oh, you live with your daughter. I, I do. Uh huh. Yeah, and is it in your daughter's home that you're living? Um, yes, it's in their name. I'm, I'm an investor, but I'm not on the title. Okay, very good. So here's what I'd <laughs> here's what I'd advise you to do. Um, okay, I'd go ahead and I'd go ahead and spend the money. I would get a, and it's probably just budget a thousand dollars. If it comes in less than that, be happy. Um, okay, and it might be more than that. Might be more than that, but but just figure, you know, it's going to cost more than you want to pay. It always does. Okay, just just start with that, and then get it. Let's get that out of the way, because what you should have, what you should have is a um, financial power of attorney, so that your so that your daughter can make decisions for you if you can't make them for yourself, so that she can pay the bills and all the rest of this. But also, in a, that's the financial side. On the healthcare mm-hmm. side, um, she should have a healthcare power of attorney, right? And okay. a HIPAA, what's called HIPAA form, you know, a privacy release right. form, so that right. the doctors can talk to her. And then what we call an advanced directive. And in with the advanced directive, you say, "Here's how long I want. I want you to keep me going as long as there's any." Uh, breath right. in my body, just whatever you have to do, hook me up like Frankenstein's monster. I don't care. Or you say, yeah, we've talked well, about this far, there you go. We've talked but now, about you, but good. That, that's really that important. You have to writing? talk. Is that what you, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. It has to be Yes, writing. because otherwise the doctors oh. won't listen to her. I see. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And then there's then. a third thing. Um, One more thing that you need. And that's a designation okay. of funeral representative. Okay. Okay. So there, there, there are a few documents that are the most important of all, and you you hit it on the head when you said power of attorney, financial power of attorney. That's very important, but also the healthcare power of attorney, the HIPAA, the advanced directive, and the designation of funeral representative. These are all things that, when if when you're not able to make decisions for yourself and you're still alive then your daughter can do it. After death, that's a whole nother thing, but we haven't talked about that. But that's okay. That's after you're dead and we'll figure it out. You know, um, you know, you can figure it out at that point. Now it'll be more expensive. You do the Aretha Franklin thing. You know what I mean? She didn't want to spend $80 million. She didn't want to spend it. I get it. Uh, so she wrote a bunch of notes and eventually the courts and the lawyers figured out what they think she meant, uh, which is kind of expensive for the for the kids. But hey, she didn't spend it before she died anyway. And what's important for you is to make sure that your daughter actually is in control so she can pay your bills, she can handle stuff without you putting her name, without you putting her name on your accounts. Because if you do that, then there are other consequences, uh, which may not be, uh, which may not be the best. Okay. Right. So I agree right. with you hundred percent. Power of attorney is the way to go. Um, okay, but, but you should see a lawyer. I mean, yeah, I know we're really scary and, blood dripping from our fangs and all that. But, you know, you probably get a free cup of coffee out of the deal. I'm sorry? (laughs) I say, you know, most lawyers will give you a free cup of coffee. So, you know, it's it's not all that bad. 
Could be worse. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, someone Maybe even hot chocolate. Like, Who knows? They said I could t- go on the rocket, some type of a thing called a rocket. Oh, right. oh listen. Yeah, look, look. There's no, there's no question that there's there's free stuff out there. You can go to the library. You can do all this stuff. There's no question about that, right? But you know, what do you say? Shortcuts make for long delays. Um, you know, the most expensive will is the one you do yourself. That's the the problem is that when people try doing this themselves, they make the lawyers rich because things are so screwed up and the fights happen. And, you know, like with Aretha, I mean, she, the estate had a lawyer. I'm sure the probate court appointed a special master. All the kids had lawyers. There's just lawyers all over the place. And if she had spent, you know, a few bucks up front, it would have saved so much on the, on the back end, you know, and, you know, that's, that's, that's the thing. Okay, I have other mm-hmm. children too, but she's she's. That's what I'm you know, saying. Oh my, yeah, yeah. See, this is this is see the problem. The problem you've got. The problem you got is you need to say what you mean, mean what you say, and put it in writing. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, see, even if everything, what so often happens, right, is people put names and stuff and all the rest of this, and they think it worked, or the family, or the especially the one who got the money. They say, oh, that worked great. Or the, people look at it and they say, see, what uh, what Susie did, that worked out fine. Uh, she didn't need a lawyer. There was no probate, blah, blah, blah. But what they don't understand is that within the family, everyone is sniping at, at the at the daughter who got the money. And frequently the, the, the one who got the money will give it up. You know, it's just you, you create havoc when you don't say clearly what it is that you want. And if you don't put it in writing, if, if it's not legal, right, then it's not clear. And then th- there's all kinds of there's all kinds of follow on to it. You know, people people just dismiss the the emotional impact of this stuff. And one of the biggest advantages of having a clear estate plan is not just the legal side of it. It's the family side, because now everybody right. knows exactly what mom wanted, because there it is. There's no argument. Good. Right. I right. certainly hope that that's not the case. I'm certainly, I, I really, I really highly unlikely that it would be, but, um, like with my okay. kids, but, but okay. But I, I, I think you're, you're probably right. And I think I'm going to have to, that <laughs> I don't want her, you know, I don't want her to, but like I said, I don't see that as an issue. It was my four children, so I really don't. But but even so, I, right. I think you were probably right, and I will. Okay, I well, I didn't know about the other other things. Help. Yeah, yeah, you need to but, get those. Uh, okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Thank you, Susie. Thanks for calling. You've been listening to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney. David's Perkins and working and taking your calls now. This is the David Carrier Show. But as for me and Grandpa, we believe. 
We believe. Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney, and we believe. Um, so, so here's the here's the thing. A um, couple of comments that uh, that Susie made. Um, the most, I would say, the most important documents you can have in place, right? Let's say, let's say you didn't want any document. You know, oh, I hate lawyers and they're terrible and all that. Okay, fine. Um, but yeah, I guess I got to get something. Well, the most important thing uh, are the powers of attorney. And the reason they're important is because, yeah, they die when you do. They're over. They're ineffective. They're gone when you're gone. But you're not gone yet, okay? <laughs> and it's these it's these powers of attorney that are going to enable your loved ones, you know, the people who, who are caring for you, uh, going to enable them to, uh, you know, to talk to your doctors, talk to your banker, pay your bills, do the things that need to be done. And that's why the financial power of attorney is so important. The problem is that almost all the powers of attorney we see are what you call bill paying powers of attorney. There's no, there's no thought to, well, what if mom needs long-term care? What if this happens? What if that is very little thought goes into it. It's just kind of a, okay, you know, crank the, the Mimeo machine, crank out another power of attorney, you know, without concern for uh, the long-term care or any of the rest of this. As a consequence, we're in probate court on a fairly regular basis asking for additional stuff that could have been written in, could have been written into the power of attorney. Now, does it make sense to go to probate court while you're still alive? Yeah, if it means not giving away everything. Okay, so so that's the that's the first thing is very important to have the powers of attorney in place. But powers of attorney are not created equal. Okay, you got to have something that's dedicated. Then this is why you need to talk to a lawyer, it seems like to me. <laughs> Although most of the powers of attorney you get from lawyers are crap anyway. Uh, there's no great answer to it, uh, except for come to me. That's the only good answer, right? Anyway, um, so power of attorney, yes, very important. Financial power of attorney, healthcare power of attorney. Along with the healthcare power of attorney, you got to have the privacy release form. Why? Because the HIPAA form, the privacy release, is effective when signed. Okay, it's effective immediately. So before I can find two doctors to certify in writing that you're incapacitated so that uh, now I can use the healthcare power of attorney, which I got to find in order to use the healthcare power of attorney, which would give me access to your medical records. Yeah, but that could be days. It's going to be hours anyway. Whereas with I got the HIPAA, boom, now I can find out what's going on. They can talk to you. They may not be able to make you uh, let you make decisions. But at least you know what the hell is going on because you got the HIPAA form. Okay, good. Then the advanced directive. The advanced directive is where you tell us when to pull the plug. Uh, what do you like to eat, drink, and watch on TV? Okay, all the things that go into your quality of life that somebody should know. That That's what the advanced directive is about. It's not so much about, oh, uh, you know, give me a dialysis or don't give me a kidney or well, whatever it is. I mean, it's not so much about that as it is a general statement of what it is you want, you know, and you can get specific in terms of your creature comforts because I promise you, they don't know. They don't know that you want to watch Gunsmoke every day at 4 p.m. They don't know that. You got to tell them. 
That's what you put in the advanced draft. That's what I put in the advanced draft. If anyway, you want a martini at six? Okay, fine. Well, if you don't put in martini at six, they'll think, oh, yeah, she wanted some drink that started with a M, M, A, M. Oh, yeah, martini. No, no, Manhattan. You hate Manhattans. Well, you're going to get a Manhattan with a cherry instead of your olive, uh, you know, <laughs> your olive uh, martini because you didn't say, say it. Just say it. That's really important. Here's the other thing. Oh, also the designation of funeral representative. Very important. You got four kids. All four kids got to sign off unless you designate one person to make those funeral arrangements. Okay, this is a great good thing that we only got a few years ago, and it makes a difference. It helps everybody get along. That's the important thing. Now, are your kids going to get along? You got no guarantee of that. You say, well, my kids all get along. They all get along. Blah, blah. Hey, listen. Every kid's relationship with every other sibling, and I got eight of them. All right, there's eight of us. I guess so I got seven of them. Plus me, that's eight. Okay. So there's eight of us. There is no question, there's no doubt in my military mind that the relationship we have with one another is mediated and influenced and to some extent controlled by the relationship you have with the parent. Because when your second parent dies, all right, so if you, Susie, this is for you. You got four kids, right? The relationships that the kids have with one another are affected by the relationship they have with you. They're like planets going around the star. You know what I mean? All right. You know, the Earth, Moon, Venus, what not Moon, but you know, Earth, Venus, Mars, and the Mercury, right? So they're they're circling, circling the star. What happens when you take the center of gravity away, which is what you are? Okay, the parent is the center of gravity. You remove the center of gravity. And things inevitably change. Now, I'm not saying they go smashing into each other or they hate each other. I'm not saying that exactly. Uh, but the, the fact of the matter is, throughout their entire lives, every minute of every experience you have with your kids and your kids' interactions with one another, you know what you know about that? You were alive for it. You were alive for it. Okay, you existed, you had meaning, you had influence. And you can't, you can't know for sure what that influence was, what that, what it meant. You don't know. The kids don't know until after you're gone and then they find out. Okay. So I'm not saying your kids are necessarily going to be at each other's throat. I'm not saying that, but, but things will change. And to the extent that things are ambiguous, right? Ambiguous, meaning we don't really know what is supposed to, you got to mean what you say, say what you mean, you got to put it in writing. So nobody is, you know, nobody gets to create stories about what would happen, what should have happened. And here's the other thing. It's not so much, it is that your kids will make up stories, but m almost more important than that is the stories they tell their kids, right? And now the cousins hate each other because the only person, and, and your kids might not even tell each other that they're pissed off about this, that, or the other thing, but their own kids know, all right? And then how do your, how does, you know, one kids, how does one set of grandchildren feel about the other set of grandchildren, all right? You got to be thinking about this 
long term. And the investment that you put into getting a proper estate plan done, you know, compared to, you know, family harmony and knowing what's going to happen, all the rest of it, minuscule. It, it, it's, it doesn't even relate, you know, so so don't worry about spending 500 bucks or 1500 bucks. You know, get it done, get it done right. Protect your family. That's what this is really all about. Okay, that's really what it's all about. You've been listening to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier. Give us a call, 616-361-8400. That's 616-361-8400. Come to one of our life plan workshops. You will be glad you did. You've been listening to The David Carrier Show, a lively discussion addressing your questions and concerns, but not legal advice. There is a big difference. So when making decisions that affect your family, your property, or yourself, the best advice is to seek good advice specific to your unique needs. If you missed any of today's show or would like additional information about the law offices of David Carrier, please visit davidcarrierlaw.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.